Latrice, do you like a good old-fashioned roast? I love a big, juicy, succulent roast, but it has to be moist. Mm. I don't like dry-ass roast. Like, like, nobody want no dry meat. Oh, no, 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 no. We're talking about, like, a roast, like, where we, we, we make fun uh, of people. Oh, oh, a roast. Um, oh, a el, ro I'm sorry. <laughs> el roast. Uh-huh. Well, still, I still <laughs> need it juicy and moist. Yes, because, you know, way. she don't like that dry humor roast. Uh -uh. I don't like mm -mm -mm -mm. that either, so, mm -mm. yeah. Well, we have a lot to talk about because on this episode of Drag Race España, we have a roast, so stay tuned. M. Oh. M. Mom! Manila! Make them eat it, honey. <laughs> Welcome to the chop with Latrice and Manila. Who's on top? And who gets the chop? It is episode eight of Drag Race España season two, and she is back. Feeling better than ever, it's time that we welcome back our official The Chop correspondent, Marta Mama. Yay! Hey, we missed you. We missed you. I missed you, ladies, so, so, so much. It feels like forever. It's only been a week, but it feels like it's been longer than that for some Yeah, a lot of things have happened. Yeah. So much. <laughs> yes. First of all, um, Mark, I hope you're feeling much better. I see you heard you were ill. I am. I lost my voice and it ended up being COVID. But yeah, <gasps> negative again. Yeah. Not the easiest thing when you're a single mom, you know, it's a struggle, you know. Oh. But I'm okay now, tested negative today. I just feel like um, I was run over by a bus. Oh. But other than that, I'm fine. Bless I got my you. voice back. Bless God you're better. Oh. Well, well, well yeah. I guess if you had lost your voice, then we could just pretend like you were on the podcast the whole time last week. Exactly. <laughs> I was saying such interesting things. Yes, uh, yes about uh, Rafaela or whatever. Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> we had no idea. So I'm so yeah. happy that you are back. So let's get into this episode because I'm sure there's a lot that you can help us with. Okay, what? I'll try. Well, I'll I try. mean, I don't. I suppose it is quite universal in Spanish or in English or any other language. Uh, our mini challenge this week is everybody loves puppets. Mm -hmm. We do love puppets, don't we? Mm -hmm. You can mm -hmm. like make your puppet say things that you can get away with. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to and you have to like stick uh, your hand up his bum. Oh, so that's fun too. That's always a, that. a bonus. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that, okay, so this is like this is kind of like a little like the reading challenge because the girls have to make fun of each other. So each of them reach into the hole, pick out their puppet, um, and then they have to like get like in quick drag and like drag up their puppets to make them look like um their drag versions, which is always fun. Yeah. Because the girls are always shady. 
And if they're not shady, they are really bad at drawing makeup on puppets. <laughs> yeah. So either which way is it's shady. <laughs> <laughs> so who stood out to you, Latrice, in the puppet show? Um, Sharon, of course, was hilarious. Like, she just knows how to do it. You know what I mean? Um, and so she was really funny. I think that... Uh, but who was she? Oh, that's right. She was Estrella. Uh-huh. Yeah. Girl, she got the voice of Australia down. down. Like it wasn't even it wasn't even just like, oh, it's like Sharon doing like a funny voice. It was Sharon doing Estrella's voice. Yeah. And then Estrella did Sharon and she did terrible. So it looked ah! even more impressive, you know? <laughs> It's not easy to do. That is a no. skill set. That is a skill. No. Yeah. Not everybody has that. Okay, so were there some, like, shady parts with the choices? Because I know, like, last, you know, like, the last week, few weeks, you know, Jirigi has been coming into a little bit of, like, you know, she's getting a little bit argumentative with some of the queens. Um, who did Jirigi pick again? I'm, I can't even remember. She picked Marina? Or... Jurigi? Oh, was she Benedita? She was, she, Benedita. Was, she was Benedita. Oh, yes, that's yeah. right. Because she drew, she drew the, the little chin strap beard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she started singing, like, in La Llamadra, in the musical. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> she, was, she was good, too. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was pretty funny. Um, so I, I mean, I thought it was a pretty lighthearted. No one yeah. got really shady in there. Yeah, everyone, everyone was pretty funny. It wasn't evil. But who won? Of course, shut on. Like, of course, come on. Like, of course. At this point, it's like they have to like try. To get let other people have a little a win at this point. Sharon is just bulldozing through. Like really. Well, she can't help it unless she's talented. I mean, yeah, she can't help it. Can't I know, it. I know. I, in a way, I, I blame the casting directors. You know, for like, <laughs> you know, it's like putting like it's like putting like a Doogie Hauser, who's already like has his MD and he's only like twelve years old, in class with the rest of like the twelve-year-old kids. You know what I mean? Damn. It's like yeah. she is. She proves every week with every challenge that she's got it, and. Um, you know, a puppet show. Add that to your resume, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A puppeteer. Yeah. A puppeteer of a ventriloquist. She, she did now. that in the talent show. Do you remember? She was singing with a puppet. Oh, that's right. Yeah. This was right so in her wheelhouse, honey. Okay. All right. <laughs> yes. Yes. She's got all the, she's got all the Marina Marianette puppets or something, you know. <laughs> She's got the she's got in sync in the bye 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 video where they have those strings attached to them, y'all. Um, she's the puppet show. She's the puppet master. Yes. Yeah. By her being the puppet master and winning, she gets to decide the order of the rose. Ooh. But she also gets um, tickets to the Malu concert. <laughs> was so funny because you have no idea who Malu is but Malu was like 
most popular like in the late 90s or early 2000s and it's that kind of pop star that was successful in that era and now she's like on tv shows as a judge she's the the coach for like the voice so oh. you know those type of pop stars mm-hmm. that, you know mm-hmm. oh, 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 oh. it was Michelle so funny. yeah exactly oh. yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> uh-huh uh-huh <laughs> Yeah, a yeah. pop star from the 90s who's a, ju- a TV judge on a yeah. TV show. Yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Michelle Massage. We know okay. that. We know that. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, cool, cool. So that's um, that's exciting. But um, I, so I guess she's going to get tickets to go see her show. Well, maybe but she more, like a, But more importantly, like she gets... 50 bucks. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I guess they're on sale. I don't know. But, but most importantly, she actually gets to decide the order of a roast, which I think is... Um, well, I mean, in a way, I feel like it's just kind of lost on Sharon because, you know, Sharon is so good at what she does that she doesn't even need yeah. to be shady. No. And she can, yeah, she can really. But she, but she almost pretended like she was going to be shady. The girls are talking about what order. Yeah. They're, they're talking about what what order they were going to go in. And Marina was a little, little bit worried about going last. And so Sharon was like, yeah, you're going to go last. Yeah. And girl, <laughs> she turned white. <laughs> She's like, Sharon, you would, you, you wouldn't be so shaded to do that to me. I was kind of hoping that she would. She was like, you know what? You're, you're going to just have to be last. Honestly, me too. Me too. She needs a little more grit sometimes, you know, because she's so perfect at everything. I would lo- love some like boss ass energy. Not only like I'm super professional and good at everything. I don't know. Maybe I'm being shady. It's the fever. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, <laughs> no, I kind of was, I was, I was kind of like, at first I was like, Oh, okay, Sharon. I kind of lived that she was like, okay, yes, Marina, you're gonna go last. You're the you're like the one that takes everything a little bit too seriously. So you're gonna close out the comedy <laughs> roast. <laughs> <laughs> and Marina, that's like a daughter for her. They're both from Barcelona. Like if oh. she's gonna be shady to anyone, like yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Be shady to your your hometown girl, right? Yeah. <laughs> they can take it they know you like yeah they know where you live so you know they want some compensation yeah yeah she's like remember uh, a few months ago when you uh yeah 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 okay exactly this is this is payback um no but um i guess marino she wanted to go first right yeah. um but jurichi she she volunteered to go last which i was surprised I think they, they talked about me because you know they live all together in a house like, I don't believe uh, they were deciding it then. I was right. not believing that, you know. See, I, don't, I think I, they did, because there's only, like, five of them left. I mean, it's not that hard of an order to choose, you know what <laughs> I mean? It's like, um, obviously, like, you know, she'd want to, uh, well, Sharon would want to go, her, like, she'd pick the best spot for her, right? And then everyone else can, I mean, I just figure that Sharon is like so good at this. She's just like, you know what? I don't even need to, it doesn't even matter where I go. I I could go tomorrow and still be funnier than you today. You know what I mean? Uh Yeah. (laughs) But but who who are they roasting? Oh, of course. They're roasting, not each other, not the judges, 
Because remember last season when Correct. we were roasting Supreme, yeah. we had some issues. We had some issues. No, we are. We get to roast the queens from last season. Yeah, top five. Top queens. five girls from season one, and so we welcome back Dovima Normi, Sagitaria, Poopy Poison, Killer Queen, and Carmen Farella. Baby, it was good to see the girls back. Yeah. It was really cool to see the queens back in the workroom. Um, yeah, so it, it's cool. It's like a full house again, right? Because it's like we only have yeah. five, and now now we have like double them. It's, like, it's like <laughs> yeah, now we have ten. It's like the 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 workroom is full again. Like we got all the queens here. It's the two top fives from the two first seasons of Regress España, and we are going to have a roast! Well, let's take a break, and then we'll get back to this fucking roast. Start up the fires, Latrice! I've got get the them coals on. hot! Get them hot, baby. Yeah. We're back, and it is time for Drag Race Espana's roast of the season one top Cinco. Cin- Cinco Activo. Cinco. Right? Is that how you say it? Is that the, right? Is that the Cinco Shit. Activo? Activo Cinco? Exactly. Like, what? That is how you say it now. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it was is no longer. It's no longer. Yeah. Yes. 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 So, up um, first, we have Marina. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Now I was nervous for her because I was like, now she, I mean, she's proven that she can lip sync and perform. Um, yes, but I haven't seen the funny bone. You know what I mean? Like she's not At who all. I would think <laughs> to be like. Oh, she's hilarious. She's gonna kill it. Like that was not my first instinct. I was like, oh, oh, here we go. Let's see what's gonna happen. And then she had this whole. Um, act where she's the fairy. She's the fairy of... Not, yeah, uh, like the fairy uh, god. Uh, yeah, the fairy of Malina. Um, Granting wishes yeah, to the girls. To all the girls. And um, she's actually really kind of funny. <laughs> she, acts, <laughs> she, she actually, actually kind of like kills it. And I'm like shook it. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> well, yeah. who saw that coming? Not me. I, especially, yeah, especially because she gagged when they when she thought that she was gonna have to close the show because I mean it's like kind of one of the hardest places to be. Mm-hmm. Opening the show is really difficult because you have to set the set standard the for the rest of the show. Yeah, she, she did. She set the bar high. She set yeah, the bar this, really high. Yeah, she had this character uh, that was talking with like Argentinian accent. So she chose to do like a very clear accent from a different country, like the other side of the world. 
Uh, and I think that was very smart because is that is what they said. It, you can be mean when it's not Marina who is being mean. So, you know, it's that character. Right. It's not you. And then she reveals into herself and she's even like shadier. <laughs> she told the girls, like, now that you've seen the cast for the second season, uh, you all wished for finding a job again. Because you're not going to be working anymore. So good. <laughs> I so mean, good. it's kind of true, especially after watching the talent yeah. show in the first episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was a pleasant surprise, definitely for sure. She, it was it, the fact that it came out of nowhere. It came as a surprise. What it worked in her advantage to her advantage because, like, I expected her to go up there and just bomb, totally. and just it just to be crickets yeah. the whole time. Yeah. Um. Uh, you can still tell that she's kind of fresh to to it, but because mm-hmm. you weren't expecting it from her, it actually you were like, "What? Oh, okay, okay, well, right. yeah, yeah, you better go <laughs> in on those bitches." She got some shady bones. She yeah. do got some shady bones. Um, well, then keeping the energy alive, Sharon comes back out. Baby, um, first and- of all, she looks amazing. Can we just take a moment to appreciate how good she looks? Like, yeah, she just uh, well, she just has like her hair just classically down and just beautifully, like, coiffed, beautifully painted, soft, and just wearing like a, a beautiful sequin shoulder padded dress. Just you know, just a, little, a beautiful woman just little, going to you know <laughs> going to the comedy roast. Nothing special. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she's like age appropriately sexy. Yeah. Because that's so difficult. Yeah. And I think like beauty, you can be beautiful at 60 looking 60. And sometimes drag queens try to look younger. She doesn't. She, she looks, looks 45 sometimes yeah. in drag, but in a sexy, classy way. Mm-hmm. It's so impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, we're not, we could sit here and talk about her looks the whole time. But yeah, her but jokes. Baby, I keep it. Oh my god! Oh, yeah, yeah. She I mean, me the thing was is that they were just so well constructed. The timing, the punchlines—it was just. Uh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I felt bad for the season one girls that they had to sit there and just have themselves be slain like that in front right. of the whole world to watch. <laughs> True, and it started like kind of slow it wasn't that impressive at first but i think she wrote it in a way that it was getting better and better and better and better and she ended up with all the garment stuff like saying that she was orange basically and those (laughs) were the best jokes she knew where to put the good jokes because you have to end up in the in the best joke yeah you cannot end up in a bad joke no oh my gosh very smart you're you're right though because like when she first started out i was like okay it was a slow burn it was like the yeah. the setup was coming, and it was like a little light punchline where we giggled, and then yeah. but you know but that by the time she was just going in on the jokes, yes, my favorite were the Carmen Ferrara or the Carmen Naraja. What is Naraja? Is the orange? <laughs> Naranja. <yeah>. Naranja. <laughs> because you know we all love Carmen, but she is self tanned. Self tanned. She said that. What did she say? Her her penis was a carrot. 
Carter Farala doesn't have a penis. She has a carrot. (laughs) (laughs) She had a very good one. It was a pun that's not translatable about Killer Queen because she said, like, the lip sync assassin, assassin. And she kept saying assassin. Because when you say, no, when you say, like, assassin, it means, like, you do this. So then she was like doing like the death drop, like the stupid death drop that Killer Queen does. And she says, you fall and suddenly you have like a parking lot. Like you've, like you have destroyed everything and now you have an empty space for a parking lot. It was not translatable, but that one was the funniest. Like people are still gagging over it on Twitter. Oh my gosh. Well, I, I, I was, I mean, I guess I'm impressed because like, She's really good. But uh, unlike Marina, I was not surprised. I, I knew that Sharon was going to come out here and kill it. And she did. Yeah. And then I felt yeah. bad for everyone else that had to follow her. Because yeah. she she did, like, a perfect roast. Like, it was it was perfect. No the one pacing, was offended. Everything. Yeah. No, everything was funny. Everybody, everybody laughed. Everyone was the, in the on judges the were crack. The judges were cracking up. The contestants yeah. from season one were cracking up. Uh, the other girls were cracking up. It was so the good. The other girls were scared and they weren't laughing. They were crying. <laughs> <laughs> the one that was going next. <laughs> right. <laughs> Poor yeah. thing. Um, then Estrella comes out and she is, she's dressed like in this zebra print, you know. Um, she's the, she's the booking agent of all the girls. <laughs> this is her character. <laughs> Which I I appreciated because like Marina p- picking a character, it's nice to kind of create a little bit more storyline than just going out there as one queen to another reading them to filth. So we got a little bit of a storyline which kind of helped kind of like bring everything together. Um, what did you think of Asteria's roast? She was doing this booking agent, but uh, if you remember in the Snatch Game, she was playing this character, Paquita Salas, who was a booking agent, and she did terrible. And she tried to do like the same thing again. It was like the same version of that character. Now, you know, I'm like Team Estrella, like diehard Team Estrella. I love her. She's my favorite. But I was so scared for her. I thought she was going to be in the bottom 100%. I think she's very funny naturally and she can do improv very well uh-huh. but when it's something like structured and you know I, I she doesn't shine as much I, I, I find like that happens a lot on drag race there's always some queen that we all kind of view as the comedy queen and when we have a comedy uh when we have a comedy challenge we all expect the comedy queen to go out there and just be herself and slay and be hilarious. And it always seems to happen to like the comedy queen is like, she goes out there and she just doesn't deliver the comedy. It happens a lot, especially with these kinds of roasts where it's already kind of But I think she's not like a, yeah. I think she's not a comedy queen per se. She's a campy queen with a very mm-hmm. big personality. 
So Aww. when you see a campy queen, especially if they're bigger queens that have a big personality, people assume that they're comedy queens. She's very funny, but like in a very normal Andalusian way, like people in Andalusia are known to be like that. Like it's not everyone telling jokes, but it's your personality. She's not funny in a joke kind of way. I see. She, she just says funny things because her mind is in a whole different level. I don't know. She's a twisted sister. Um, <laughs> like she does she does thrive when she's on the off the cuff like that's where you get the golden nuggets when she's just coming off the cuff of her head the the prepared work is not so or as good um it takes a long time for it to fill up and then you get like uh kind of kind of well with on. Australia she had like these she had like kind of rapid fire jokes yeah. in a way which were you know like th there was like i don't think like necessarily like any of the single jokes were that hilarious but i think what she was able to do is she was able to make a lot of really quick kind of funny jokes so that you're just kind of like oh ha, 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 and like as they're going along <laughs> you're just like okay she's giving us a lot of a little you know what i mean like so by uh -huh. the end yeah. we still end up with a lot yeah. And so I, I yeah. think that's where she found her success. And, um, you know, like some of the judges were not so, they weren't so appreciative of her rapid fire joking. But like the other guest judge, she she actually was like, I'm actually I, 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 I get it. Gun. I like it. Like, um, <laughs> But yeah, like at first I was, I was really concerned with Estrella. And then now finding out that she kind of sampled a similar character from a previous episode, which she didn't do so well in. Um, I'm happy yeah. to say that like, by the end of it, I was, I was chuckling and laughing. So, mm -hmm. but definitely because I, I, because I was expecting a lot more from her to be funnier. I was thinking like, yeah, I was kind of worried for her as well. I think they all did great. That was the difficult part because yeah. it's very rare that you have a roast where all the the girls are funny. Like that doesn't happen. Well, I'm gonna disagree you. with you on that, Marta <laughs> Mama, because up next we have Vandita of uh, Vandita Vandash. Vandita Vandash uh -huh. was not as funny. It just kind of started to she go. Was. It started to taper <laughs> off. She got the like she started off awkward yeah. and then it got yeah. better like it was really like mm, and then it was like okay okay and then she started loosening up and getting a little bit comfortable as she started getting more laughs and she got more confidence and you can tell she got her stride and got into the zone but it started off a little suspect it was not as <laughs> strong as the others you know they came out with confidence and prepared and you know yeah, she has never done this. She has never spoken in a show. Like she has never grabbed a mic in her life in drag. What? So, yeah. So what? She just she's she's there. She tucks off. She takes off her panties and she leaves. That's what she says. That those are her shows. She does, <laughs> you know, burlesque things. So I think she tried to go to a more like natural approach, like being kind of. A dumb, you know, like I'm gonna say something very mean, but I'm gonna be like this dumb girl, so you cannot get mad at her because she's laughing with you. Uh -huh. So she was just doing shady remarks, 
but she delivered them in a way. Her timing, her pacing was a lot better than Estrella, but she wasn't using any jokes. There were no jokes. There were like reading challenge. It was yeah, like a it reading was a challenge. Read. It was more of like a read. There wasn't like, yeah. it wasn't like a setup. There wasn't a punchline. There wasn't exactly. really like any kind of structure. Um, uh, luckily, but she didn't know what a roast was. We don't have roast in Spain. It's something that doesn't exist. We only know what a roast is because uh, we watch RuPaul's Drag Race. Wow. So when you explain what a roast is, it's pretty similar to a, like, a, reading, to challenge. a reading challenge if you haven't seen one before. Yeah. Yeah. An extended sure. version of a reading challenge. A, a very extended version <laughs> of a reading challenge. <laughs> While reading girls that you're not even competing against, right? <laughs> Girl, just take the jokes from last year that uh, <laughs> from the last year's yeah. reading challenge and just use it. And if all else fails, just go for uh, for someone's ears. Yeah, just make fun of their ears. It <laughs> <laughs> always goes over well on Dragos España. Um, then we had little Juigi, um, who volunteered to go last, and I um, I got very worried for her, especially after. You know, having a little, a few arguments with people in the last few weeks. Um, and they were saying that she doesn't really show the versatility that everyone else is showing. And she's kind of just relying on the ditzy, pretty, like, vibe that she's I been mean, kind of. Hey, if it works, it works. Right? I, I can hear a lot of, like, jealous girls <laughs> saying like, that. Right, right. Yeah. Come on. Now, because yeah. I know I get a lot of that too. People are just like Manila, you just rely you know on what? so fucking beautiful, beautiful. Oh, yeah. and youthful so looking and feminine <laughs> and just you know just so talented and gorgeous and pretty <laughs> and sexy. I get that a lot. So I, I totally you feel look like Linda I look like, like I could wear a fucking diaper on stage. Yes. <laughs> You're a model. You look like Linda Evangelista. Okay. Did you stone those sides? What do we think of Jorigi? I Now, this is somebody I did not, again, expect to do well in this challenge. Um, mm-hmm. Just because she, she definitely has not... I mean, she showed us that she can, you know, be ridiculous and funny. But yeah. this is a she different, has her moments, right? Yeah, but this is a different aesthetic. Like you have to actually like set up something and have something to say that makes people laugh intentionally, and that I think is a little bit more of a struggle for her. I mean, she did have some good, you know, some good quips in there about <laughs> like <laughs> even what she got on. She's still not the worst dressed there. Like look. Yeah, she got that like little read that dig into Killer Queen. She's like, I dress that's ridiculous, and I'm still not the worst dressed because Killer Queen is here. Um, I thought that like in the in the confidence department, she was lacking. Mm-hmm. It wasn't as much the jokes. She was doing basically the same thing that Benedicta did, but in the confidence department, both Estrella and her were the ones that lacked confidence more. And Yurigi's Spanish, she has like an accent and she speaks many languages and it gets confusing sometimes. And you can tell that that was throwing her off. And it was, it was so difficult because she was funny too. It was like, I don't know. 
The you have to go the by The jokes are there, yeah. the delivery and the timing. That's a completely different yeah. experience. And that's a completely different thing that like you don't even think. Writing down a joke on a piece of paper can be funny, but if you don't deliver it with the proper timing and the right confidence, it doesn't land mm-hmm. and it's not funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I was surprised, like you were saying, Latrice, I didn't expect her to do well at all. And then when she said that she was going to go last, I was like, oh, this is just going to be oh, like full oh, bomb. So mm-hmm. the fact that I was actually like full on laughing um, at some of her jokes, I was surprised. Um, but yes, it, I, I, do, I do definitely agree with you, Martha, because like if she had just a little bit more confidence with her delivery of those jokes, we could fully get behind them and we could really laugh really hard at those jokes because the jokes were yeah. there. It just the delivery, however, yeah. was not. Not very good looking. Huh. <laughs> well, let's take a quick break and we'll come back and get into the runway and uh, these fashions. And the fashions. We're back. And okay, and we're back to do this runway. And it's uh, the theme is Heronas uh, de España. Heroinas. Uh, Heroinas de España. Okay. Spanish heroines, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, first of all, let me just say that I gagged at Supreme Deluxe look this episode. I-, I loved every single thing about it. I love the cool hair. It, it, it looks was new. Getting... It looks fresh. <laughs> it does. No, she it got looks... the new, freshly steamed, freshly styled. I live for her makeup. It lived yeah. for her makeup. It lived Me for too. her makeup. It was so cool. Her makeup was so good. And that dress, that like punk punk glamour, like that was so good. I loved every second of it. Like so good. Like all of the yeah, judges look really good. You're the first thing though. that came to mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're all matching. They all look good. And this black and red story is giving it to me. Like, mm-hmm. look at them. They're 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 giving it. They're giving it. When I saw when I saw Supreme, the first person I thought was Manila. She would look great in that. Like that's, oh, see, that's why like, yeah. I would I would wear the fuck out of this yeah, dress. So um, I mean, I <laughs> yeah. may have to take it out take it out on the seams because I'm a little bit bigger than Supreme. But uh, yeah, definitely, um, I would wear the fuck out of this outfit. Um, and of course, unlocking anything she wears. Like, come on, she had those condom oh. earrings. Did you see the condom wrapper earrings that she was wearing? <laughs> the condom ravioli. <laughs> the condom ravioli earrings she was wearing. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have our guest judge Annabelle Alonso, Alonso who is a comedian. I- I'm just assuming she's a comedian because yeah. she she knows. She, yeah, she knew she, what she was talking about. She did. Yeah, she's an actress too. She's in you know this movie we keep talking about Kika by Almodovar. She was oh. in that movie too. Um, she's an actress, a comedian, and a TV host as well. Like she's done everything. Oh, okay. Well, great. Yeah. Well, that's and she had some really great comments for the queens, I think. Let's get to the runway. Let's do yeah. this. Okay. Our, so. our, our heroines de España. No, we don't. How did I say this? 
Heroinas de España. Yeah, the H is silent in Spanish always. Heroinas. Heroinas de España. Is that a rule? That's the rule? H is yeah, silent. if the word starts with an H, it's, it's silent. Yeah, oh. like hola, like you say you say hola, not hola. That's true. You say hola. Yeah. 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 Oh, you're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Well, see, that helped me a lot. Now I'm, I'm going. <laughs> We're only on episode eight something. of the second season of Drag Race Espana. I mean, we just yeah. figured this out. <laughs> okay. I mean, we figured out how to how to pronounce Jurigi's name. That's true. Uh-huh. But that's not Spanish. Oh, okay, well, there but you go. Well, we can speak French. <laughs> there you have it. <laughs> Martha is letting us have it, girl. We are nice, man. <laughs> I'm a Spanish teacher as well, so, you know. Oh, well, oh, then I, mean, I want private lessons. <laughs> Girl, we're getting a private lesson right here on the chop. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Next thing you have, pay for it. Yes. (laughs) She's going to tell you all those Almodador reference, movie references. Yeah. (laughs) Ejecución, cuscución. Ejecución. Uh, okay. okay, so first up we have Jurigi. Okay, this was just beautiful. I mean, uh, it's yeah. such a cool concept. So she comes out in this bodysuit, but it's all crochet, oh, macrame, lace doilies, tablecloths of her grandmother that she had made. Uh, okay, so what's with the 13 roses? Why is her head bleeding? What is the sig- significance? What movie uh, movie is this from? It's not a movie. This is oh. such, such a great look. Let me tell you the story behind it. Las Trece Rosas, the 13 roses, were a group of 13 girls that were killed after the war in the dictatorship, they were killed like briefly after the war, but the war had already ended and they were killed for treason. Basically, some of them were killed just because they had a boyfriend that was in like, you know, and it was like such a strong thing. It was after the war. They didn't have to kill anyone, but they, they killed this group of 13 spectacular, smart and mostly innocent ladies and uh, that's what she's representing and the fact that she just talked about her grandma that had to leave Spain during that dictatorship and move to um, Brussels and uh, she crocheted uh, some of those crochets that she is wearing and she incorporated that into her look we were crying or I'm I'm getting emotional like (laughs) this is something that is very very strong she's giving a new meaning to the fabric itself like this is major we were all gagging with this look well i'm gagging so much bit. meaning yeah. well yeah i i'm i'm here for it it is beautiful it is so beautiful i just i can't imagine how they got the the, the fit like because it can bunch and give and move and shift and stretch out of shape and not, and it could turn into like a mummy costume, looking like just saggy and sad. Yeah, this is couture, like high fashion, like 
beautifully executed. Execution. Execution. Yeah, like, and then the story, of course, to go with it, like, it's just yeah. tops for me. Yeah, especially after, because, like, you know, in the workroom when they were getting ready, Judy G was discussing um, and telling stories about her grandparents and their history. And so, like, to see her come out and in this in this dress, which has so much, you know, meaning, history, and personal meaning to her, like, it's just really, it's just a really great look for her. And obviously, she's a beauty, so she's gonna look good in it. And so, what, what a beautiful, uh, what a beautiful interpretation of heroinas de España. Did I get that right? Yeah. Yeah, you get that perfectly. Oh, see, do you yes. remember this? Simone look, white look that said, say their names in the back yeah, of the headpiece. Yeah. That was so powerful. Right. This is the Spanish version okay, of that. Okay. Okay. I can Basically, get behind that. Yeah. All right. That's what we felt. Okay. Yeah. That's a very good, you know, like, comparison so we, we can get the feel of it. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. That, okay. That resonates. It was 80 years ago, you know, but. <laughs> Still. Yeah. Still. Still. Yeah, but there's the connection she has with the grandmother, with the materials, and, you know, the fact that she was able to share the story with her grandparents. So, I mean, it does take it back, you know, and I think that's, like, really important because we can't forget about the injustices that happened in the history. So, we because we'll have to relive it again if you don't if you don't remember it. As we are now, yes. Um, up next, we have Marina. Marina. What, um, I don't know what a, this, what's happening. It's kind of cool, but <laughs> it's cool, right? Yeah. So she has like the the hand holding a giant heart on her head, and then she reaches her arms up. And girl, she got the longest arms, and they cover, and those arms are covered with hands, <laughs> and they make this like circle of hands that kind of like follow up to the heart. I, I thought it was really beautiful, and they're in the colors of the trans flag. Yeah, so that was the thing for her. I think this look was kind of difficult to understand if she doesn't explain it to you, but I think that's one of the big differences with Drag Race España. If you don't understand something at first, they will explain it to you. They will give you a context. So um, she chose, like, uh, she's talking about her transness being trans, non-binary, and she decided to do a silhouette that was very non-binary. She wanted to have a jacket that would show her chest and she wanted to symbolize the fight and the struggle of so many trans women in Spain and all everything that they have done, everything that they have had to suffer after our 40 years of dictatorship where it was illegal to dress up as a different gender. I don't know what that even means, but there was a law that you had to have at least like three pieces of clothing. Like there was a lot of things. Same here, yeah. Yeah, she was representing a lot of trans women. Those pants were filled with the names of a lot of trans women. She had to do uh, a, a big like investigation into a lot of real names of real trans women that have fought. Like she hasn't just written any names on those pants. So it was a lot of meaning, but it was a lot of meaning that was difficult to understand, but she did convey, like she didn't have, you don't have to understand what she's going right. for to understand her vibe somehow. Well, I mean, like knowing that she is tra- uh, trans non-binary and then seeing like the 
the colors of the flag. Like I, it didn't take me too hard to explain. And then when I saw like the pants that she was wearing had names on it, I was like, okay, so these are obviously trans people, trans people's names. I don't know if they have, uh, their alive or dead, if they were killed, or if this is some kind of like injustice, but knowing Marina's way of thinking and the way she styles and the, the, the meaning she puts behind her outfits and the artistry that she, she portrays in her drag. Um, I, I, I got it for, for, you know, representing trans, you know, and, you know, it's up to us as the viewer to kind of do our own interpretation. Either way, I think it was really cool. I love the fact that she has like these super weird long arms and with the hands on it, it could be weird and creepy and Halloween-y, but it just looks really pretty and and well done. Yeah. So I was happy with this look. Same. Her hair though. Uh, okay. <laughs> Okay, so maybe no. one of those hands could have held a brush, uh, but you know what? Like, how can, how can you go? How can you comfort the girl who's like got this message oh about God. like exactly. trans exactly. unity or whatever? You can't be like, okay, yes, maybe, but keep me brushing. Okay, okay, fine. I will. That I will. Is hilarious. This and this is coming from Martha Mama, who has a shaved head. So, like, I mean, I'm just jealous, you know. Buy <laughs> a wig, girl. Buy a wig. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Estrella comes out in a very, uh, well, it's a monochromatic, monochromatic black and white grayscale look, you know, hearkening back to detox huh. in her black and white look. Um, I thought this was really cool. Uh, she's wearing this, um, really pretty, uh, sportswear jacket made with like newspaper prints. Now, I don't know if it's like specific, um, you know, articles that are on there or if it's just like the one she got from the, the fabric store. I mean, who knows? Those are real faces of real like journalists, like uh, women. Okay. Of course, of course it is. It's Dragos España. You can't just go buy yourself <laughs> a newspaper fabric and then call and you're walking down the runway. No, you gotta you gotta go do your research, go yeah. find these articles and pictures, have them scanned <laughs> and have them printed onto your fabric before you make it into a garment. Yeah. Of, course of course they are pictures of <laughs> journalists. Okay. She likes this thing with the journalists, don't she? She studied journalism. Ah, this, is how, this is her thing. Yeah. Of course, she's proud. Like that's the story she said. Like I studied journalism, and there was a lot of women that were journalists that I never heard about in university. And when you get to learn about them afterwards, you feel like almost robbed. Like how have I studied five years in university and no one has ever told me anything about these ladies? So uh -huh. she wanted to pay homage to them, and she has a little mic. That was actually Marina's mic in the last episode for her Rafaela oh. look. Hmm. Oh, well, yeah. oh, nice. I guess those props are getting some use out of them. You know, yeah. they, they had to you know, bring them in them suitcases, so you might as well use them, right? Mm -hmm. I thought it was I thought it was really clever. I really like the fit of this particular outfit. I love the shoulder pads, the like kind of like over exaggerated pointy shoulder pads. I love the fact that she painted herself gray. I thought that was like a, a cool choice. Um, I thought it was a really clever and um, well executed job. Well, <laughs> yes. yes. That every time a queen tries this uh, white, black and white thing, I feel sad for them because no one is ever going to top detox. No. 
you know, they're no. not that good at makeup. They're not that, you know, polished. So it's like, if you cannot do it better, maybe you shouldn't. I love her. Like, it's great, but yeah, it's I good. Mean, I like it. It's good like that. But when you think about detox, it's a whole different thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. But like, <laughs> this is this is a different franchise. You know, Carmen Ferrara didn't yeah. even know who RuPaul was and she won the damn show. <laughs> so like, if Estrella Extravaganza wants to reference detox, maybe there's people uh, out there that are thinking like, oh, bitch, this, I've never seen this before. Like, Estrella is like blowing yeah. my mind with her black and white grayscale look. Um, yeah, but I, mean, I guess, I guess like the references are there. I mean, wearing the like almost Mugler-ish style, like, you know, suit is similar to what Detox did. But I mean, she did her own little spin on it. It may yeah, it's not as, as good, but it's also, I think it's also really hard to do black and white, um, like on stage where they sh have colored lights shining. Cause like, yeah. it doesn't even really register. Like I was like, at first I was like, what's, is her makeup? Is her makeup just really off? Is she? Mm -hmm. Oh, she's black and white. Okay, mm -hmm. I get it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> well, in case you know we were sick of black and white, we come out with Sharon, and she full, is full, full on Technicolor. Color. She is in full color. Technicolor. Yes, honey. This was a this was a really cool. This is so cute. This was really cool, and coming from like what she wore in the roast, which was like very sophisticated and age appropriate, like to to kind of come back with this like bright over the top colorful you step know wives. like step for wife <laughs> yeah it was but like Oman from the same era as the roast look like it's from the oh, same, yeah, same period, same time, period. Kind of. yeah 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 so i i think i think like what she was referencing her heroine is her mother mm -hmm. you know and so I totally get it because like when you are a child and you look at your mother, like if she has blonde hair, like it's yellow hair to you as a child. You know what I mean? Like you, the fact is like, there's like really childlike color combinations, like it's just bright and technicolored. And so I, I yeah, love, and when they, I love when that they from started the cheeks, doing like, sorry, sorry, I'm interrupting you. It's okay. Oh, no, I'm right sorry. I'm like she's sorry. got the yellow hair. <laughs> she's got the yellow hair. She's got the bright pink cheeks. She's got like fully colored. It's like, like from the eyes of a child. Yeah. What I, she, she does. It's like a very campy version because Spanish ha housewives did not look like this. Um, <laughs> but with what? the color scheme, no, with the color scheme, it was like, you know, the first colored, uh pictures were black and white pictures that they colored afterwards yeah and 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 the movies as well and those colors looked a lot like this one yeah this you is, know mm -hmm. when they color them afterwards the yellow looks very yellow the cheeks look very pink and um very warhol almost mm -hmm, you know yes. with the color scheme yeah yeah, I totally, I totally got that, um, that reference. And, but I also really like, because it's not just, oh, she's a step wife. There was like some cute little reveals hidden in there. You know, right. She like yeah. opens plants. up her skirt. There's like, she's watering plants. She's got a little yeah. laptop in her apron. It's like, this mama does it all. Raises the children. Yeah. She packs their lunches. She does the gardening and she can get on the internet and find it all to be done on Angie's list and Grubhub. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. yeah. Uber, she's Uber Sharon Eats. Mama. She's from the Mama family now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she's Sharon Mama. <laughs> so cute. 
And then last but not least, we have Benedita Bonash, who comes out in this whole painter's artist cloak um, with her palette, paints, and her dresses, her canvas. Or, yes. This is beautiful, actually. Um, yeah, and again, it's like referencing all the female artists that ne- never got the recognition. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's so true. There's so many amazing people out there who have contributed to society, but they don't get the recognition because they weren't a man. And to have these cross dressers go out there and celebrate these these <clears throat> amazing women throughout history is like a great homage. Um I I love this look. It was it was really it was really different from Veredita, who's usually like you know in pasties. Yeah, (laughs) but she she like understands proportion. She's not giving like any definition to her figure, but she knows the length she needs to use. She knows the shoe that she needs to use. She's looking like the Statue of Liberty almost. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. the most interesting part is her headpiece because she tried to do like a artistic version of a peineta. You're already familiar with that. Wow. And the flowers that you would have in Spain, that peineta is just like artistry. I don't know who did that, but that is just beautiful. And she understands like volume too. You don't only have to understand how to look like you have the tiniest waist. Um, kimchi never has like a tiny waist, right. but she understands volume. volume you know what, what I mean? That can do. Yeah, a change of silhouette and shape. Yeah, because it's about the drama. It's about being extra. Yeah, definitely like, and she's tall. So it's just, you can tell there's a lot of fabric there. And it just, you know, it's very voluminous. But yeah, what's the comb that she has in her hair? What's it called? What do you call it? Peineta. Uh, Peineta. I loved this. Like she had said that like, okay, she was referencing like a painter. And we all think of a painter wearing like, you know, your French beret. But because this is España, she's got to have her little, what is it called again? Peineta. I like this because it wasn't just like the one that you like. She didn't just buy a peineta and put it in her hair. This one actually has like little, like the cutouts are actually like shaped like brushes. Brushes, yeah. Um, So I thought it was very cleverly done. Um, Super good. But I mean, her her looks are are fantastic. Um, And you know, I love a good old painter look, you know. (laughs) I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. it's been done before, but this well, is I mean, we all we all paint every day, you know, because we're drag queens. We get painted, <laughs> yeah. so uh, and we do make a mess with all the colors. Like you should see my my makeup bag; it looks just like her dress. It's oh, just wow. colors everywhere. <laughs> yeah. That's how, actually her bathroom towel. Ah. <laughs> it looks like that after taking her makeup off. <laughs> The bathroom towel at the hotel that you like have to like you're like oh god they're they're gonna charge me for this. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, so our maxi yeah. challenge winner is Marina. Shocker! Look at that. Who knew? So happy for her. I'm shocked. Yeah, like, but I'm not mad, and it's like. Well, good for you, girl. This is time to show up. And you're showing up right in time. Because she hasn't run a challenge yet, right? So this is her first no. challenge win. And, oh, um, it is, yeah. huh? And so this is like, yes. she's peaking at the right time. Like, this is the time to start showing up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's no it's... more safe. You're either in the top or you're in the bottom. 
period. Yes. Yes. I mean, and it's like literally like I like I thought that Sharon was going to take this win again. Mm-hmm. So the fact that Marina won, I was like, okay, okay, some other people have stand a chance. <laughs> yeah, barely, but yeah. <laughs> but I think yeah. I think the the one the contributing thing was is that like she did have an amazing um runway. You know, I I thought that it was it was clever. More more I think I think hers was the most like one of the most clever runways up there with Gigi, you know, cuz yeah. um and yeah. then her and then because it was such a surprise that she was so funny, like you got you kind of have to give it to her. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're like I wasn't expecting you to to be so funny, so you get the prize. We we knew that Sharon was going to be funny and she was going to be great. So, but so but there's no surprise there. Correct. Yeah, Sharon doesn't need this win. Marina needs this win. She do. Right. She, well, she already already won she already won the, the tickets to uh to to Malou. Malou. <laughs> She's gonna skip to Malou, honey. She's skip gonna... to Malou, my darling. <laughs> <laughs> um well uh, she also wins that y'all gets a selection of jewels worth a thousand euro from Astor Lab. Which is um, lovely. She gets some fine jewels, honey. We all like sparkle shine. Um, and with every winner, we have a tops, and then we have our bottom two, Javiji and Vinandita. Um, and they have to let's sing to Fuego. Oh, I, I didn't have to use the subtitles either because they were singing in English. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I can really enjoy this lipstick, honey. Um, yeah. This was it. a very big, like, Eurovision song. Uh-huh. And they made it coincide to to be the exact same week as Eurovision. We had Eurovision on a Saturday and we had this on a Sunday. Oh, really? So they planned it out. They oh, really they planned it out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good, good. Weren't wow. they sexy? Weren't they giving you, they like, giving Raja uh, uh, and Carmen? Yes. I was like, oh, who's going to out-sex Siren who? Because, like... When Venedita did her reveal, honey, and came out with her tassels and swinging them, I was like, oh, oh. Wow, baby, I forgot about this part. This is what she did. <laughs> She's slinky inks yeah. for a living, yes. honey. Yeah, because my <laughs> my thoughts at first is that, like, Judigi, like, she was, like, yeah. she was just being real sensual and she was being more reserved, holding back. And I, I noticed that Venedita was, like, really, like, she was flourishing around with the with all of this fabric. And I was like, okay, I'm not really feeling, like, I'm just feeling Jurigi's performance in the first the first verse of the song. But then when Venedita <laughs> ditched the, the robe and she revealed that she was in, like, you know, her garter belts and her little pasties and tassels then i was like oh wait a minute all my eyes were on venerita the rest of the time mm-hmm. but we did get these like really cool moments i'd like they were on the floor they were rolling they were like pretty much making making out like it, it was very confusing sexually to me it wasn't we, for me <laughs> <laughs> we have the trans girl we got the bearded oh, the bearded cross dresser <laughs> taking their clothes off there was flowers everywhere i don't know what was going on but it was so hot what a <laughs> what a fun yeah what a fun lip sync yes i was here for it but ultimately 
Our baby Jidiji was eliminated. Oh, I'm so sad. Yeah. I'm so um, sad. Yeah. I can't read the Spanish, though. So why don't you read it? Based on Spanish, that's why, because she wrote her little farewell message <laughs> oh. in French. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wow, well, there you C'est go. Les villes, je vous I don't know what it means. It says, <laughs> goodbye, girls. Love you. Okay, with exactly cool. whatever See, that means. Yep. All of that. <laughs> well, there you go. That is funny. <laughs> No wonder why I couldn't read the Spanish because it wasn't. Oh, it wasn't. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't your fault. No, not at all. That was a trick one. Now she got me gal. Yeah. Uh, well, let's yeah. take a quick break and we'll come back with our top and chop. We got the 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 chop. Girl, we got the chop. We're back, and each week we are going to highlight our tops and our chops of the week. What's our favorite and least favorite moment from the eighth episode of season two of Drag Race España? Our top eight episodes already. I my God, and there's only four people left. I'm yeah, like it's supposed crazy. to be. Like, oh no, I thought it was our. I thought it was our cinco activo. Oh no, it's. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess now. Cuatro activo ahora. Yeah. <laughs> Does that mean there are only two more episodes left of the season? I think so, Mom. Boo! And the reunion. Yeah. We don't cover that, do we? Yeah, not really. <laughs> last season, there were only eight episodes like they had already finished because there were only 10 girls instead oh, of 12. so we're getting two extra Ooh. episodes but i don't want it to end i don't want it's it to end like it just started, so but like, yeah. well i well maybe these season two girls will end up on a roast next season on season three <laughs> i mean <laughs> yeah well what is your top latrice there's gotta um, be a top moment my in top Hmm. I'm really uh, well. I have to top is Jadiji's runway. Uh, it was just so beautiful to me, and I'm still like, how did they do that? Like how? And I don't even know how she got in it. Like how did she get in it? That's the other question I have. She was macrameed into it. That's darling. what I'm saying. They had to, they had no to crochet themes. her into her gown. Maybe I didn't see no seams, no zipper, no nothing. So I'm just like. How did she get in this? It was really pretty. Yeah. It was really cool. I liked it. Yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely a, a really cool. And it's so funny because, like, I, I always think of like doily. I always think, think doilies and like those lacy, you know, tablecloths are so grandma. But like, the she guys. made it look so hot. Yeah, so hot. like it's so yeah. insane. It's so insane. Yeah. Um, Marta, do you have a top? I do, I do. So the last very moment of the episode with Yurigi singing opera in the workroom oh! completely by herself, oh! I was crying my balls off. Like, uh, I yes. just can't believe yes. how beautiful that exit was. That was I'm so epic. happy that they did have yes. epic. Yeah, I yeah. agree, 100%. That was girl. a moment, girl. 
Oh, yeah. and it re- the res like the way it was resonating around off the walls and bouncing. Yeah, it was so beautiful. That's true opera, honey. That's how you can tell if you know if it's not bouncing back at you, then you ain't singing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that or they, they just turned on the filter uh, yep. in, in, in post well, <laughs> because you know those good, you know honey. those walls those brick walls are not real really brick, brick. Bro. Yo, they're not real brick <laughs> <That's true. laughs> in Spain they are okay let oh, us live okay. in <laughs> we don't want to know the truth we just want to experience this Yurigi fantasy okay the Yurigi fantasy okay well you know I love me Jorigi, but my top of the week has to go to Supreme's look this week. Oh, yes, yeah. Mary. Oh my God, so good. Yeah. When they when she showed up in silhouette, I was like, oh. I, I didn't even have to see the look. She was just in silhouette at the top of the stage, and then I was like, ooh, I like this. And then Already. it turned on, and I was like, yes, Mary. Then she got to the close-up with the with the intricate eye makeup, and I was like, I need to take a screen grab because I want to try this makeup job. It's really cool. Uh, she looked fantastic, and um, it was gorgeous. I love the wig. I love the hair. I love the I love the the makeup. I love the dress. Tops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are the chops though? What do we we got chop something? Yeah. Um. What are we chopping? Oh. Do you want me to start? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Chop, chop, chop. She's like, I, I, she's like, she's <laughs> This was one of the best episodes, by the way, from this season. Like after the talent show, mm-hmm. probably this one. This, this is a very good episode. They all did great, but. They're doing this thing this season that when you see two girls in the workroom talking about something and crying, you say, oh, so you are going home this week. So you already know, like they only put one teary conversation per episode and it's usually the girl that leaves. Yeah. And I feel like I already know who's leaving like the beginning of the episode because of that. So that I didn't like. I understand why they do it. Like, it's good to have airtime and to show your personality. But I don't know. I feel like as a viewer, you know? Yeah, yeah I, I see that. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and trust me, we, we as as contestants, we know. We know the formula. Because, like, you know when those producers <laughs> start asking you all the questions. Uh, oh, like, uh, oh, 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 you're asking okay. me about the heartbreak. Oh, you're asking okay. me about my, my history. Oh, okay. The things <sighs> that have passed in my life. Oh, it. Does that mean I'm going home? Yeah. Uh, no, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> That's the thing about it. The girls know not to talk about any of like this heartbreak because they know that if they tell that story, then they get the axe. Because That's the end. That's yeah. That is the end. Yeah. Okay, I see that. I get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like... So Jimmy now you're chops. Okay. The the constant cutting to Javi whenever he has to cry because he's all oh well that he I feel like he's always crying anytime a girl starts to say a little sob story and that violin music starts to play, um Javi Javi on the end is always like. And then he like puts his and, finger up and he like dabs underneath his glasses as if there was like I, I 
can't see a tear there. I don't know. I mean, no. And he always say, like, it's the first time I ever get emotional with a look. You've been, <laughs> been crying the whole season, basically. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's my, that'll, be my, that'll be my chop, I'm sure. That could be, like, a whole season's chop right there. Oh, but, um, for real, Javi, Javi crying. Is okay. Yeah. No, no llores for me, Javi. Well, I can just chop the fact that Javiji is gone because, yeah. although, um, you know, Vin Vinindita deserves to, you know, that lip sync. I, I fully, um, yes, agree. Well, then there, I there, then okay. See, my chop wind up happened to be in the same answer that the fact that Jadiji's gone, but she also stopped lip syncing. She stopped lip syncing, like she stopped lip syncing halfway through the song and started just performing and and slinking inking and forgot the words. And so, I'm sad she's gone, mm. but I'm also sad that she didn't know all the words. So. <sighs> That's my uh, yeah, I'm, I'm. I guess you know, like I'm also sad because like, Jiriji was like really the only shit starter in the like shit the only stir. one that was gonna, like had conflict with people, <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> but it was yes, still, like she I was the know. one unbothered. They were bothered by her more than she gave a shit, and I love that. Yeah. That's what made them more mad about it, but. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. But the thing about it is like now that she's gone, like are we gonna like I know we only have a few more episodes and usually the last episode is all like kumbaya, we're here, we made it, we love each other, we're sisters, well, we all deserve it, you know, that kind of vibe. But like it would still be nice to have Jurigi there, still making the girls squirm. Well she'll be point, back for the reunion and I'm sure We'll get some tea then about, you know. Yeah, because like I feel like down. at this point, like everyone kind of in like everyone like in that workroom, like I I can't imagine that they are like, you know, because like I feel like they all know that like Sharon is going to be in the top three. Yeah, period. You know, if yeah. she doesn't win this whole damn show, yeah. like so they're all just fighting for that other spot. Uh-huh. I feel like you know what I mean. Like I feel like um. Like Estrella has proved proved herself and has been doing well enough to you know also make it into the top three. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I feel like all the other queens we have, uh, Marina and um, Venedita, I feel like they were the ones like they're like they're fighting for that last spot, and Jurigi yeah. was the w- one person that was standing in their way, and she wasn't even like trying. Like, she just right. comes up there looking effortless <laughs> and beautiful. She's got this carefree attitude, and they're working their asses off. And so now that she's gone, hopefully um, Marina and Venendita will start to have some conflict or something. So to, maybe. Just to keep the drama going. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Just keep it interesting. Yeah, we'll just ask who should deserves to go home. I think that question always gets people stirred up. Didn't they already do that last week? They did, but they can always yeah. ask it again. <laughs> they can ask again. It's true. It is true. Um, <laughs> well, that's our Chops and Chops. Thanks so much for listening to The Chop, ladies and gentlemen. We have new shows every Tuesday and Thursday. Make sure you've subscribed to our show and you can rate and review us on your podcast app. And you can send us an email. We might read it on the show next week. Email latricemanella at gmail.com. Follow us, too, at Latrice Royale and at Manila Luzon. Marta Mama, where do we follow you again? Remind us. 
yeah, you can find me in my YouTube channel. That's just Marta Mama with twins or in my Twitter account at La Marta Mama. That's Thank that. you. And we'll see That's you next that. week to find out who gets El Chop. La Chop, the Chop. Forever. To listen to The Chop ad-free and one day early, sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcasts.plus. The Chop is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Latrice Royale and Manila Luzon. Produced by Joseph Shepard. Editing and sound design by Will Pitts. Executive produced by Big Dipper, Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is The Chop by Manila Luzon and Latrice Royale.